0: Welcome back, fine townsfolk, to another episode of Random Encounters. I am Nick. I'm Matt. And here we are, sitting in my basement, underneath a sound tent, with two microphones in front of us, and four monster manuals. One of them, in my hand, open, to page 173. This monster manual is Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. This is Monster Manual 2E we're going back old school again but as we found a couple of weeks ago with what was it Matt oh boy the neogi was it the ne- neogi all the way back then it, it might have been i think been. it was as we found with the neogi this is actually a pretty beefy book much more than we expected yeah and this week's monster is a classic okay so i'm not going to i'm not going to give you the name right away it's it's kind of It's not the same tier as Tarask and Illithid and Beholder. I would say it's down one with, like, the Roper or the Rust Monster. Okay. Like, you need a little bit more knowledge. All right. So, test my nerd cred. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what we have for flavor text. If it's Roper or Rust Monster, I'll be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) This Fearsome Carnivore... Looks like a giant brain with a vicious beak and ten dangling tentacles. And at this <sighs> point, at this point, if you were reading this, I'd be like, "Oh, it's it's this." Yeah, I know. I... <sighs> each, I know, but I don't know. Each tentacle is six feet long. Some of these are rogues, while others live in family units. The "quote unquote" civilized version is a hive or colony creature, much like an ant or a bee, but far more intelligent, arrogant, and dangerous. They have a weird language composed of bird-like squawks and chirps combined with tentacular motion and a limited telepathy with other of them. Other creatures cannot learn their language, and they would not deign to learn the language of quote-unquote lesser beings, which is a a synonym for food in their language.
1: Oh, so kind of like Druids, but not really. Because Druids have their own language, and you're not supposed to know unless oh, you're a Druid. that, doing. yeah.
0: I thought you were talking about the lesser beings oh, being food. No. Yeah, Druidic
1: and Thieves' can't too. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Any thoughts? I can see the picture. I know what it is, but the name itself is just out of my brain. It's a Grell. Yep. God, God. Grell.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so some stats. And these I, I love looking at the stats in 2E because they're just they're so foreign to me.
1: Yeah, it's just weird. It's just it's numbers.
0: We so there
1: know. there are 3
0: versions given here. There's the worker, the philosopher, and the patriarch. Okay. So the the worker is rare, philosopher and patriarch are very rare. When it comes to intelligence, the worker has average, the philosopher has exceptional, and the patriarch has supra genius. <laughs> Wiley Coyote, super <laughs> genius. The Acme
1: Grell Corporation.
0: Yeah, so good. Let's see. The morale of a worker. I don't know morale value. That's really interesting to me. Morale of a worker is elite, philosopher is champion, and patriarch is fanatic. I don't know anything about morale in 2A. Yeah,
1: I, I'm not sure what that even references. Just, is there an alignment?
0: Mm. Or does that
1: kind of take the place of all Oh, line? no.
0: There's, they're all neutral evil. Oh, okay. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. XP value, 2,000, 5,000, 9,000. Oh, the worker and the philosopher ha- can have magical items. Okay. Hit dice, five, seven, nine. Where's... Oh, Thacko. 15 for the worker, 13 for the philosopher, 11 for the patriarch. So not that hard to hit i think we've seen things down in like 3 or 4 yeah that's true so so these guys are, are seem to be fairly easy to to hit any other pertinent oh wait there's armor class 5 5 10 oh and then thaco 15 13 11 that's interesting is it just the translation
1: of armor class to thaco I was just going to say is if you look at the actual monster manual and not the reprint would the ac just not be in there yeah i don't know because 5 5 and 10 seem low
0: for ac and in terms of thaco it translates accordingly sure. so it makes sense so some let's go let's dive right into combat here so their most common strategy is to use their natural levitation ability to hide in the upper reaches of large chambers. They can then drop silently on a victim who suffers a negative three penalty to surprise rolls when attacked this way. A worker grell attacks with all ten tentacles. Each one that hits grips the opponent. The grip... This is this is really interesting. The grip can be broken with a successful bend bars slash lift gates roll. They were, is that a skill? That so specific. So specific skills.
1: <laughs> not, Stir spoon. I was gonna say
0: not with a butter bread roll. <laughs> <laughs> for each hit, the victim must roll a saving throw versus paralysis with a plus four bonus, or be paralyzed for five d four rounds. Holy
1: crap!
0: Yeah, with two tentacles gripping the prey. So you can you can have more than one getting uh, gripping you. The growl can lift it up toward the ceiling and devour the prey when desired. A growl automatically hits paralyzed prey each
1: round. Well, that's how you get around the fact that you're easily hittable, is nobody oh, can sure. hit anything if they're paralyzed. That's true, yeah. That that makes sense. And it's
0: it still gives a significant amount of risk if you're up there in range. Yeah. Like, to hit them... You're in range, but you're also in hittable range. Exactly. So the soldiers, the, the, the soldiers and workers, they're like the, the base, the peons, they often use weapons, including the tip spear and the lightning lance. The tip spear is an edged metal head which fits on the tip of a tentacle and is held there by suction. The weapon causes 1d6 damage if used to slash, 2d6 if used to impale. Victims hit by a tip spear must make a saving throw versus paralysis as if hit by a tentacle. Wow. Yeah. The lightning lance, which I guess is just a magical item, delivers 3d6 points of electrical damage to those hit with it, though a successful saving throw halves the damage. The lightning lance starts with 36 charges. (laughs) 36 charges with 3d6 damage each time? That's... That's toast.
1: You'll never make it through a combat with that against that kind of a weapon. Yeah. Because it, it won't run out of charges.
0: No way. It in and it says the lightning lance can be used one per round. Now, we don't I think it's it's one hundred percent safe to say we don't know anything about Tui. No, that's correct. There's I see no economy of action here. Does that mean it can use all ten of its tentacles?
1: I feel like the Grell is just the Game Genie version of a D&D monster.
0: <laughs> but for the for the DM.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> game Genie.
0: Uh, take out the Grell and blow in it and then put yeah. it back in. Aww. Uh, any hit against a tentacle, which has an AC of four, so that's low. Sure. Because it's talking about AC now, Thacko, renders it unusable, but subtracts no hit points from the Grell's total. Okay. So you can go in and just bop the hell out of all of those tentacles first, and then all it can do is bite at you. That's great, except there's ten of them.
1: There's ten, yeah.
0: Yeah, inevitably four, someone's going to get snagged.
1: Maybe five person party. Yeah, I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, Jeez. I mean it's a it's a low armor class. Hopefully somebody has cleave if that exists in 2E. In, in yeah. You know, you get your rogue. So maybe they have multiple attacks. Maybe an area of effect spell. It, it, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Maybe on a really perfect round, you could incapacitate this half of it. Yeah. I would think. in a really good round. And I don't see any, like, level... Or any, oh, it's, I guess it's based on hit dice. So five, seven, nine. So, okay.
1: Okay.
0: Wow. Grell can regenerate lost or damaged tentacles in one to two days, and they're immune to electrical attacks. Okay. Oh, okay, here we go. Grell use strategy and tactics in their battle and can attack more than one opponent each round. They're intelligent enough to allocate their tentacle attacks in an advantageous way. They use their beaks only against paralyzed prey. Okay. So, so it's, it's, it sounds like I wouldn't want to come up against more than one of these. No, not at all. It would be a, a cool fight to experience. It'd be like one of those like, oh, yeah, remember when we fought. Remember the Grell. The Grell. Yeah. The Grell. Not the, yeah. like, uh, remember when we stumbled upon the hive of Grells. Remember when we died against the hive <laughs> of Grells. <laughs> yeah. We were all paralyzed and watched everybody get eaten. Remember when we rolled up characters the next day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the inciting incident of needing a new character. Yeah. So, Grell have a distinct hierarchy. Each hive is led by a patriarch who gives orders to the philosophers who direct the soldiers and workers in their everyday tasks. A hive occupies an, an underground complex or travels by ship. Like. Like a, like, 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 a sh- ship? Like a ship. <laughs> yeah, like a boat. <laughs> supposedly. <Just> a sh- <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> All Grell answer to a myster- mysterious Imperator, a Grell of great power who can unite all the Grell for a common cause to conquer a realm, a territory, or even a world. That sounds a bit like, like the story that you tell baby Grells.
1: Yeah. You know, you be good or the Imperator will, will, will know. This is, is that the Santa of, of Grells? I was going to say <laughs> this is like they live in north korea or something
0: oh yeah it's the it's, it's the, the kim jong un king kim jong grel kim kim grel kim, <laughs> kim, kim, <laughs> kim, 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 kim <laughs> a grel mates but once in its 30 to 40 year lifespan the female later lays a clutch of 2d4 eggs young are born active and self sufficient but with only one hit die they gain one hit die every 2 months until they reach adulthood that's one of the details that I really love about 2 is they just give.
1: The most random. So
0: much that, like, if you really genuinely wanted to roll this encounter from scratch, you have percentages of, of how often a certain type appears, yeah. how many eggs are there, months of maturation. If you wanted to go full bananas numbers, Gary Gygax style. That's true. That's there. the The material is there for you. They're arrogant and vicious, and they they hunt their territories to exhaustion, then move on to more fertile places. That's always a great adventure hook. I think we've we've had that a couple of times.
1: I think the arrogance comes from the uh, chicken mohawk that it has. It's got to be. The They've
0: got the was it the waddle? No, the waddle. It's the a comb. It's a coxcomb. Comb. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, they do not have a
0: waddle. They just have ten tentacles. They, their paralytic poison cannot be extracted from the creature's body, but parts of the monster's body can be used for spells or items relating to levitation or electricity. The rogues are, the, I'm sorry, the soldiers and workers, they're just your standard bleh. The philosophers, they serve as intermediaries between the patriarchs and the workers. Some lead lesser grell in combat, and there is one philosopher for every 10 lesser Grell encountered. Sounds like college. Some... (laughs) Not in my circles. I was a drama major. Half of them were philosophers. (laughs) The other half were English majors.
1: They're all unemployed.
0: And they're all unemployed. Some philosophers, 20%, wear powerful rings of protection, giving them an AC of zero... Tentacle bling is what they call it. Oh, yeah. About 10% of philosophers can cast spells as second-level wizards. Okay. And then finally, the patriarch. This one is my favorite part of this whole... I mean, I've read the whole thing at this point, but this is my favorite part. Each hive has a patriarch, a huge sedentary mass of flesh that directs the lesser Grell. If the patriarch is taken to a ship it can dig its many tentacles into the ship and animate it even make it fly to other worlds jeez
1: how just beautiful is that first of all the patriarch being a sedentary mass of flesh <laughs> just sounds like a feminist wrote it oh
0: it's so good it's so it's so on point it's so poignant and and apropos to our current <laughs> current lives right now it is you never read any james herbert did you no he was uh, i think it was the probably the 70s or 80s just campy campy horror and he has a series of of mutated rats and they they swarm london and and whatever but there there's most of them are these like really the size of a dog these coarse rough gray brown hair but there is a a A giant, fat, albino, almost hairless, like almost like the Blood Hulk from a couple of weeks ago, kind of thing. With Marlon Brando and the Island of Doctor Moreau, exactly. Yeah, that telepathy telepathically communicates with the swarm, and that's 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 what the the high no the patriarch reminds me of. Absolutely. It's it's just.
1: And so it's kind of like an elder brain. I was going to say it's like the. It's very, Ill, very illithid. It's like the illithid. It's like they took a chicken and did the same process oh, that they yeah. do with the mind witness. It's
0: the seramorphosis. Yeah,
1: with of, yeah. of a chicken exactly,
0: or of a. What's the what's the, the chicken that can, turn people to stone cockatrice a cockatrice oh. they did it a cockatrice but it, it paralyzes instead of turns to stone huh yeah i wonder is is Illithid in into e well,
1: I think Illithid was in the first edition
0: oh that's right so. yeah I think we saw that well not in this one no but yeah i think it i think it was so this is this is a a I mean, clearly, because it's in two it's a classic, Yes. and there this is one of those that I believe has made it into every single iteration, yeah, it's like the owl bear, it's mm-hmm. the the beholder, yeah, yeah, it is so so darn unique to d and d, oh it, yeah, and there, but I mean, there are some that are relatively unique to d and d that Kind of, they skipped in three or they skipped in four. True, you know. But I think I think this one has seen its way through. And honestly, I've this is the first time I've read this this write up of the Grell. In previous, in well, I guess in in later versions, it's never really really wowed me. But ne- but this one with so much detail, yeah, really makes me want to
1: to use it. The is it because, like, the Patriarch and the Philosopher and all that yeah. have not been in those later versions? Oh, I, I don't know. It's, oh, okay. It's, I,
0: but, but this seems – these are entries in this 2E
1: monster manual seem – there's just so much more there, I feel like, really in-depth stuff. It, this is the kind of monster manual that you just you bring home and you just read and you read,
0: yeah. yeah. This is
1: the kind of monster manual I wanted when we were kids. Yes, not just
0: just blocks of numbers. Yes, like exactly. this is. Oh, I'm loving it. So cool. They don't have eyes. They don't need them. They don't need eyes. They've got ten tentacles. They. Obviously, they would they would come upon your party would come upon these on a flying ship, right? Like, there's no other reason to. (laughs) I think if you have the ability to have a flying ship, then yeah, especially controlled by a giant. It feels like a like a Legend of Zelda boss that you get on the ship and you find out that it's just a giant brain that's like dug itself into it, and and you kill the brain, and
1: all of a sudden you just have those weird like explosion. Gifts that, that yeah, like, that
0: just it <laughs> nothing nothing on this boat should be exploding or has the capability of exploding. Exactly, and then
1: all of a sudden you wake up, you wake <laughs> yeah. up on the floor or on the ground, and you yeah. just kind of you you're recovered. Yeah. You know, some, yeah, like one of the Rudo
0: flies over and says, "Hey, what happened?" Yeah, yeah, and then obviously you don't talk because you're Link. Um, yeah, you you get the Grells the Grells tentacle that acts like a hookshot. Yep, and because the hookshot com- stuns too. There it is. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Wow. And a heart, and of course a full heart, yeah. Yeah. And I'll come so, back
1: around. So what did
0: what did we say? It can be in a ship or what was the other part? Oh, un, an underground complex. Like a mall. Like a like an, an underground mall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the, the parking garage of a mall, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. So these things are, these things are way more intelligent than I, I thought they were just I thought they were, like, on par with the hook horror. Yeah. They are just, like, monsters in the underdark. No, these things are more
1: Beholder like Illithid. and
0: Illithid. And yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, when you were initially talking about them, you know, flying above and then kind of swooping down, they reminded me of, was it, like, the Dark Mantle or something like yeah. that? Yeah. That's kind of like an umbrella type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or that's uh, what it initially yeah. did. But those aren't <laughs> so as intelligent, bro. I don't believe. No, they're just
0: they're just wild animals, too. Yeah. Yeah yeah this this was a pleasant surprise to to see that there's more to it than that, Yep. and I guess that's 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 on me for just assuming for yeah for just just glancing over this and thinking, oh, it's just another wild animal, I don't need to worry about yeah. that because it, because I
1: have so many other wild animals, yeah, you know is it because it has no eyes that I glanced over it, yeah that you just yeah. It has no eyes. It's not that intelligent. It's just I got.
0: I don't. It just looks like. And this is a prejudice on my part, and I apologize I to dare all D and D monsters. It doesn't look like it would be an intelligent thing. It looks like it would just be a, a monstrous, a wild animal. You know.
1: I think it might be the beak. I think that's what does it. I th- you know, that's that may
0: actually be it. The beak and the tentacles. And the non-humanoid, you know, generally yeah. generally, the things we're looking at are, are relatively humanoid. Yep. But this is so alien. But the Neogi, well, the Neogi kind of had a
1: torso and arms. Yeah. And a definitive head, so. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to think that something is intelligent when it's non pedal
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is so, so utterly foreign that it it looks, yeah, it just looks like because I've seen so many so so many other d and d monsters that look along the same vein as this, just so monstrous that are just straight up monsters, yep exactly, you know? but this this was definitely a a pleasant surprise, and my god i I want a flying ship out of out of these guys and I, I really makes me want to look up the other versions. And see how it's progressed and how they've kind of tweaked Absolutely. it and, and and pulled it down. I wonder. I really hope, but I wonder if the if the different, like the worker philosopher patriarch, has has followed through. I hope so. Yeah. And I wonder if
1: the the flying ship has followed through. Boy, I hope so. I mean, what, I mean, even if it doesn't, that's yeah, that's it something follows that follows through you can in do. my heart. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's certainly something that you can do on your own. Yep. You know, you can take that and run with it. I, di- I see you're looking in Pathfinder. I don't think it's going to be in there because nope, I don't it's think not. it's... I think that's 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 Wizards... It's beholder-esque. It's TSR, TSR of, trademark. Well, yeah. TSR. Was it TSR at this point in 2E? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it, this is TSR specific. Yeah. You know, they would not make that...
1: Part of the open license, yeah, because they didn't they didn't actually in in two e was there even an open license probably not, probably not um, but eventually when there was we'll give you a goblin, but hands off the grill, yeah, right right, yeah, you can't
0: you can't that's and that's a good a good way to to get a general idea of what open license kind of implies is is. Compare a Pathfinder monster manual and a and d monster manual. Yep. You'll see a ton of overlap, but you'll see a lot of unique creatures in Pathfinder because, A, they wanted, they wanted to kind of make it their own. But also, too, they needed to bulk out the book because they couldn't carry things over. Exactly. Yeah. But also, and, I, and I'm not sp- saying this in, in at all a complaining way that, like, Gosh darn you, TSR wizards! Like why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you share that? Because they do make this open license, yeah, and and it's open source, and, and therefore we can have things like Cobalt Press and the the countless other things that I've kickstarted in the last month
1: that I, I can't wait to see. Yeah. You know, well, that's the thing. Open license, I guess, limited open license breeds yeah. creativity and invention. Yeah. is what that does. Yeah, not not spite. Exactly. You know, yeah. Be, be, okay, I can't have a grell. Yeah. I'm going to make uh eight pages of something else that's not even touching a TSR manual. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because D&D is so gosh darn big, it it really it, it genuinely behooves Wizards and TSR t- to to make this available. Sure. You know, it's it's I can't I can't think of another example that is so, no, I can think of another example, Apple, Apple products being so darn specific. You have to have the right port, you sure. have to have the right software, you have to have, the, and nobody can, they're, and like granted they license like third party products, but it's, it's, they're so stringent that it's, even for Apple users,
1: it's frustrating at times. Yeah, I can imagine. So, and it's reasons why people won't use Apple. Yeah, exactly. It's why I, it's why I don't use Apple. Yeah. So,
0: it's as as we're recording on my Apple. laptop. I, I know. I, was, <laughs> I saw you. I look was going it. to say it, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, but yeah. So 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 good on Wizards. Good on the Grell. Yeah. I think I talked literally this whole time we can we can all time. tell that
1: you, you love the grell.
0: <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the grell?
1: I I really like it. I like all the aspects of it from the different um kind of class structure within the mm-hmm. grell to even something as as odd as the mating habits of the grell.
0: Oh yeah. Well they mate for life. They're like they're like swans. But only one time. But only one time. No wonder they're all so angry all the time. That's why it's for life, because it's only the one time. Yeah.
1: Exa- you need, and you never know once. So you just got to hang around. Yeah. What are the, what are the, what's the criteria for finding a mate as a grell? I don't know. Why Why buy the grell when you can get the grill for free? When <laughs> you can get the
0: eggs for free. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is, it,
0: is it longest tentacles or pertest comb, shiniest
1: beak? I think it's just the motion in the ship.
0: It's the the motion of the ship and the the yeah. the sway of the 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 sway of the tentacle, the glisten of the
1: brain. Pretty sure the sway of the tentacle was just some weird, like really poorly dubbed Asian movie. It was. I thought you were going to go with a um,
0: a Cthulhu slash fiction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will never go with that. Nope, actually, no, no,
0: please don't. Please don't.
1: Okay, so how
0: many? Well, they they say they could have ten tentacles. So how many grell tentacles would you give this? Or they do have ten tentacles? They don't. Not could.
1: I would probably go. I would say a solid seven. I'm taken aback. I was going to say you literally were taken aback. I like everything about it, and I think a large portion of that was because of the specific monster manual and just the, I think so too. Yeah, the care I guess you could say that went into mm-hmm. that entry, mm-hmm. but it. I think they're a an interesting encounter, especially if it's on said flying ship. Mm. I find it hard to, and I'm sure we could, but I find it hard to craft a larger narrative around the Grell. Yeah. I mean, the flying
0: ship and them going from territory to territory, a lot like like Bowser, Bowser in oh. Mario 3. Yes. Is it where the sh- you see the ship moving along with you? They are ships. You know, and you know you what? You look, and Never you mind. You follow in the eight. trail. Definitely an 8. Yeah, see, I was giving I can, it an 8. I can just yeah.
1: see the – I would use the maps for Mario 3. Oh, yeah. Even better. Oh, that would be awesome and now you're going to water l- world a mar D mario D
0: crossover yeah absolutely i can see it oh. okay so eight tentacles I would, we're good yeah with that? definitely eight tentacles okay. oh yeah
1: so I'm sorry uh, i can't get the mario map girl <laughs> ship out of my head right now and
0: the 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 the, the noise as the ship moves and the yep. hammer brothers move their positions Yep. the yeah overworld music i love it I yeah, I'm okay with an eight. Okay, I'm okay with an eight. I really.
1: Apparently, I, I, it didn't take much to move the needle on it.
0: So. No, no, me j- making a joke and you like biting into it. Yep, I, I think, I feel, I and mean, we did the illithid... Quite some time ago, and that was the only other like really iconic one that we've done so far. I think. I think so, but that was up there too. I think in rating, I. I would imagine. So the Hag and the Mind Flayer both got nines. Okay. And I have a feeling that, I'm making a prediction, that all of these like super solid classic D&D monsters are going to be up there. Yeah. Because there's a reason why they're super solid classic D&D monsters. Yeah, basically. There's. It's not just fodder, filler, however you want to put it. That being said, I think if we were to really buckle down and, and do the Tarask. I don't think it would be other than the fact that it's so iconic. I don't think there's much to it. No, it's Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Kaiju. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not, we're not talking about the, the Tarask right now. I mean, we always talk about the Tarasque, but. That's true. That I is the re- one major I, through line. I need a Tarasque tattoo. I think that solves it. A Tarasque a neck tattoo. Tarrasque two Of just the head coming up out of the collar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the jaw like around. I don't know. Well, that is it for this week of Random Encounters. Thank you so very much for listening. Do the thing. Tell us how you would use the Grell. Or honestly, tell us if you've ever seen the Grell. I would really love to hear that. Or about your Tarasque tattoo. Or your Tarasque tattoo. Send us pictures of your Tarasque tattoo. Or your design for the tattoo of the Tarrasque that I would get with a Grell riding it and a elder brain inside of it. Well, that is awful specific. I mean, it's it it covers everything. Yeah, exactly. It covers everything. Again, thank you so much. We're done rambling. Come on back next week. Goodbye. Random Encounters is a proud member of the Feckless Momes Audio Network.